What's going on, everyone? This is Drew Code Sports Talk, and I am your host, Andrew Wright. And over in his living room is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody. Hey, everybody. What is going on? Thank you guys so much for joining us on a new episode of Drew Code Sports Talk. We've got uh, pretty much an all-Lakers and Giants conversation going on tonight, so that's exciting news. So, But before we get started, go ahead and hit that subscribe button to the podcast. You guys can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or iHeart. So with that being said, guys, please enjoy. All right, everyone. It is that time again of the week. Uh, it is Drew Code Sports Talk. Man, um, so if you guys uh, haven't uh, known us or listened to us in a while or whatever, uh, we usually record on Wednesdays. The last couple of weeks, we have been recording on Thursday. Uh, and thank God we recorded today because uh, the trade deadline ended today in the NBA. So we got a little bit of... Uh, stuff to kind of talk about, um, you know, mainly the Lakers. They didn't make a move. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about that. And then obviously uh, opening day is sneaking up real quick. Uh, so, you know, we have really almost just days until uh, until opening day. So it's getting really exciting. I'm getting uh, super Super excited, especially because we got fantasy baseball draft on Sunday, Cody. So don't forget that. I have but not. okay, good. Um, but uh, after uh, we're going to get into all of that, but before we get into everything, Cody, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. It's been a, a quiet week, which is good because uh, we've been both kind of hustling, bustling for the last like two weeks. So it's kind of good to to kind of unwind and chill out a little bit, man. But how, how about you? How are you guys doing on your neck of the woods? Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, nothing nothing uh, dramatic. Nothing like going to the hospital or anything. So that's nice. <laughs> um, no, my wife uh, has been on the grind. She was kind of by herself uh, today uh, mm-hmm. for the first time in her new job. So it looks like next week she is going to be solo, which is really exciting, really cool. Um, I know she's excited but nervous as well. So, uh, you know, shout out to her. Um, you know, uh, this week was my dad's birthday. Uh, so shout out to my dad. Happy birthday. Um, and uh, we went to Dick Chico's uh, mm-hmm. Italian food. And um, so ever since I've been working out, I've been trying to eat a lot better, you know, count my calories, count all that stuff. So mm-hmm. we get there and I know there's a lot of carbs in noodles. So I'm kind of looking at, let's see, you know, do they have like a grilled chicken option? Maybe I'll have like a little bit of pasta on the side or something. And they mm-hmm. don't it's all breaded chicken. And I was like, okay, well, let me look at the soups and salads. And they had this antipasto salad. Oh, uh-huh. man, it was delicious delicious so i got the salad and uh i went it was me my sisters and my dad and my dad's giving me my dad's like oh you went with the salad i'm surprised and then my sisters are like why did you go for a salad why did you go for a salad i was like (laughs) because i'm trying to eat better and there's nothing like there's not a good option so you know the salad and the salad's bomb you got salami you got there's cheese shredded cheese on there i got italian dressing uh, you know, got this iceberg lettuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they, what else did it have? 
had some uh, peppers, um, olives. I love olives. So yeah. any any kind of salad with olives, I'm in. So I was loving it. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you. I was like, it's not even. I was like, whatever. It's, it's It was a big salad. And then when it came, that was the funny part is it came to our came to the table because we finally got to eat inside, mm-hmm. came to the table. And um, they were like, oh, man, that looks really good. And I was like, yeah, this is what you guys get for giving me a bunch of grief about <laughs> getting a salad. And it looks phenomenal. So, you know what? Your mama. All right, Cody. Well, um, let, let's get going. Let's let's start talking about sports, which is why we're here. Um, we have the trading deadline here in the NBA. It ended earlier today. Um I know there were reports like really early uh, this week about possibly the Lakers going after Kyle Lowry. Uh, It ends up that um, the Raptors opted to not trade Kyle Lowry after all, that they're going to keep him until the end of the season. So that's good. Um, I had been hearing about like LaMarcus Aldridge. He was actually him and the Spurs reached a buyout agreement. So there's still a possibility there. Uh, the Lakers are also waiting for uh, Andre Drummond uh, to also be bought out by the Cavaliers. So there was a lot of links to the Lakers. Ultimately, as of right now, nothing has happened. Now, with Aldridge, he could sign. You said it looked like he's going to sign with Miami. I wouldn't be surprised with that at all. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he did sign with the Lakers because before he went to the Spurs, uh, it was between the Spurs and the Lakers for him, and uh, he he obviously ended up going with the Spurs. Um, and um, so, I mean, there is there is a link to the Lakers. I mean, he might he might be like, well, you know, what could have been? Maybe I should go over there, and then he could play the center position because uh, he doesn't really move anymore. Um, but he's still a pretty decent defender and, you know, he's a good mid range shooter. So, uh, that could really help us and, you know, Anthony Davis and all that, but I think they're really going to go after Andre Drummond. Um, there are reports that he is in LA as we speak. Um, but, um, he's just basically waiting for the Cavaliers to, to do the buyout. So we'll see if that happens, but, um, you know, Cody, your initial thoughts on the trade deadline. Were you happy the Lakers didn't do anything? Were you a little sad that, you know, nothing really transpired for the Lakers? Um, or are you kind of still like in the hope that, you know, hey, Andre Drummond or LaMarcus Aldridge or whoever uh, might be available for you? So I'm, I'm really glad that the Lakers didn't pull any moves at the trading deadline. I think one of the things about the trading deadline is, I'm glad that the that the Lakers didn't make any knee jerk knee jerk trades that weren't necessary. Like for example, when we first signed LeBron, um, and I think his first season with us was 2018, where we traded away you know Zubac for I think Mike Musala and a draft pick and a couple other things, and you know that essentially made our team even worse. Considering when we were talking about that trade happening, Zubac was the better player, and he went to. Uh, I think he went to the Clippers. Yeah, he went yeah. to the Clippers. And so and it, it essentially made our team worse because he was essentially the best player that we had outside of LeBron. But I'm just glad that the Lakers didn't make any terrible moves. And um, I would have been, to be truthful, I think the Kyle Lowry move would have been okay. 
I don't know how much I would have liked that because we would have depleted almost half of our rotation guys, which means we would have signed guys to veteran minimums off of free agency that haven't played or had chemistry with the team. So I'm glad we didn't go down that route because don't get me wrong. Kyle Lowry is a good player. Um, but if we would have had to give up like Schroeder, um, THT, um, you know, uh, I think we would have had to give up uh, Montrez Harrell. Um, and I think one other player, you know, I don't know if it would have been worth it, to be honest. Like, that's a lot of our important players that we need to continue on the season while we don't have LeBron and AD because uh, they're both injured. So yeah. I'm holding out hope that we do go after Drummond. I I mean, I'm seeing on Twitter and, and on uh, Instagram that it still looks like we're trending to be favorites for Andre Drummond. And I hope that remains the case. I saw that the Knicks are coming up as uh, – contenders for him to be signed as well but i think that the lakers have more to offer considering that they're closer to a title than the knicks are um so i'm holding out for that am i really enthused that lamarcus aldridge could be on the lakers not really because in my opinion he's just another version of marcus all who's been okay but he hasn't been the player that we were kind of hoping for offensively or even defensively his minutes are kind of up and down and his play is the same way uh, so I don't know if LaMarcus Aldridge would get us over the top, such as Andre Drummond, who's a defensive presence and a rebounder that we desperately need that we can pair with AD when he comes back. Um, but for the most part, I think the Lakers just need to hold on tight. Um, you know, we really need like Kuzma, Schroeder, uh, Schroeder, excuse me, to really step up, which they have been in this game. But, you know, we definitely need to have our defense uh, hold strong. We need points coming out of somewhere. We need to move the ball some more. I'd like to see THT get some more playing time to get more acclimated because I'd love to see him in pick and roll with Montrez Harrell to kind of solidify that second unit. But, you know, it's it's a uh, it's good thing, though, that we didn't make any moves because any bad moves would have hurt us more come playoff time than just holding still with what we got. So, yeah, you know, I I, I agree with you. The. The Kyle Lowry thing would have been okay, but with what was reported that we would have had to given up, um, I don't think it would have been worth it. And I think ultimately would be a bad decision. Now, if we got rid of all that and then we added Andre Drummond, I can see how that was their thought, but I think it would make it still a very difficult uh, task to come out of the West. Um, you know, as, as the, you know, getting into the NBA finals. So um, ultimately I'm glad they didn't do anything. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Kyle Lowry. I think he's good. I think he would be a great third option. No question. Um, but uh, like I said, giving up as much as, as there was uh, talk about giving up, I, I would not be okay with it. Um, and then, um, you know, I wouldn't mind getting a LaMarcus Aldridge. I know he's a lot older, um, you know, but he is, he can shoot and Andre Drummond. I do. I, I do like, he's a good rebounder, but Drummond, he can't shoot. He's, he's an old school, big guy. Um, you know, you can make the argument. Yes. He is one of those guys that, um, you know, is, is a guy that we need. Like when we had JaVale McGee or, or Dwight Howard, uh, those guys were, uh, you know, essentially just the rebounders and every now and then getting those passes. So, yeah, Drummond would fit. Um, but I would, as a third option, I would like Aldridge better. 
Um, is he what he was? No, of course not. But I think he would fit nicely because now he's not a focal point or the second focal point. He's kind of, you know, the third option and sometimes maybe not even that. So I would be okay with, with getting either one of them really. Uh, Drummond's younger, you know, so you, you know, you want the younger guy if you can, but uh, Aldridge would be a, would be an interesting pick. Um, but Cody, I did want to ask you, uh, now knowing basically what all trades have con- uh, transpired, mm-hmm. I want to stick with kind of the West and I want to stick with obviously the Lakers because the Lakers right now are still in the playoffs mm-hmm. as of now. Um, and uh, a lot of trades had been made East and West. Um, and so what move to you concerns you uh, for the mm-hmm. Lakers? So, what team made a move that you're like, oh, crap, that's not good. Um, this could be a really tough team in the West. So, I mean, what move or moves uh, concern you about moving forward going into uh, playoffs? Um, so there's two teams that are jumping out at me um, right now. The first being, I would say, the Portland Trailblazers, their move to get uh, Norman Powell, um, just because he, to me, he is a more versatile player that they're looking for rather than, um, rather than Cole, who they got rid of, or excuse me, Trent. And then I believe they also got rid of Rodney Hood, uh, Hood who was, I think, injured most of the year. But yeah. that's, a, that's a team that pulled off a good trade for a good player that I, would, um, that I would really be curious to see how he fits in. I think he actually fits into their scheme a little bit better. Uh, because Gary Trent was kind of more of the player that was kind of getting into McCollum's kind of uh, minutes or at least similar style to him. And really McCollum is the better of the two players. So there's really no need for him. Norman Powell is like that good defensive type of player that can um, help the second unit where like uh, Carmelo Anthony is with as well. And that would be a good like one-two punch right there when either McCollum or uh, Lillard are on the bench. But the other team that kind of pulled off a really good trade that I'm really not concerned with, but I would say, you know, the Lakers should probably take this team a little bit, uh, a little bit more seriously when that comes around, and that would be um, the Dallas Mavericks trading for JJ Redick. Um, I think that makes them a very dangerous team, just because now if their shooting gets hot, they're going to be a very hard team to to stop because you know you've got Luka Doncic in there already, you've got Porzingis. And now you had JJ Redick. That's not even including the other uh, role players that they have in there. Um, and they could, you know, they are a three point kind of a shooting team. And with Porzingis being kind of a versatile player, can play inside and outside. Luca is just an all world kind of player that we don't see hardly at all. JJ Redick, uh, alum from Duke, one of your favorite schools, um, he's proven to be, you know, a player that could get you. The shooting you need, he also plays decent defense, but for the most part, like when you're looking for a hot shooter or you're looking for some sort of offense, he's a good little plug-in to be in there. And even if he runs with the second unit, um, you know that's a very good play for them. And I think the Dallas Mavericks are kind of a scary team and a sleeper team in some sense. So, you know, in the West, I would say, you know, obviously we want to keep our eyes on Portland. I don't. I think they're a little bit worse than they are from last year, but I think definitely the Mavericks have gotten better this year and this trade definitely makes them a more dangerous team. So that would probably be a team I would watch out for. And if the Lakers continue to slide, we could easily see them in the play in tournament. And 
you know, if they get hot while we're still trying to figure things out, we could be bounced yeah. from that, you know, and that, that's kind of one of the things I think about when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks now. Yeah. I, I, that's a, that's a good one. I, um, you know, uh, they were last year, we were talking about the Mavericks, um, with Seth Curry, how, how, um, surprisingly good it was for the Mavericks. Then you throw now, I mean, obviously Curry is not there anymore, but, um, now you have, you add JJ Reddick. That's, that's scary. You know, mm-hmm. he's, a, I would say, um, safely in my opinion, that JJ Reddick is a better shooter than Curry. Um, not, not Steph, Seth. Um, <laughs> so, um, but, uh, you know, JJ Reddick, he's, he's a veteran too. So he knows how the game is played. He really respect, he fits so perfectly for Luka Doncic, who is, you know, the guy who, who has the ball most of the time. And then, you know, Porzingis is there too. He's, he's been really good for them, uh, as of late. And then you add in a shooter when, uh, you know, both of those guys either are not on the floor or, or can't get their shot. JJ Redick is a guy who can find, he can move himself to a spot that he can get open and, and hit a shot. So uh, JJ Redick was a good pickup uh, for me. The team that I'm most afraid of are the nuggets. And, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not even the Aaron Gordon thing. I think Aaron Gordon is interesting. Um. I, I was hearing uh, on on some of my podcasts, they were kind of uh, comparing him to uh, like, you know, when when the Nuggets had Paul Millsap for a little while. Mm-hmm. I don't see I don't see that. I, I, I don't think Aaron Gordon's game is anywhere close to Paul Millsap. I think Paul mm-hmm. Millsap was a better defender. Um, Aaron Gordon is is a highlight guy. Um, he's going to benefit from like a Jamal Murray. I think I think Murray and him are going to have a better, but Jokic is a really good passer as well, mm-hmm. and he can make some things for Gordon. Do I think it changes the Nuggets that much? No, I think mm-hmm. the one that really helped it for me, or me thinking that the Nuggets are a scary team, mm-hmm. they got Javale McGee. So now when you swap out Jokic, you get McGee. Now McGee is he a Jokic passer? Is he a shooter? No, he's not. But with we saw with the Lakers, Javel McGee is kind of a is a spark guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna get some big dunks like an Aaron Gordon. He's gonna get uh, some really. He's a good uh, shot blocker. Um, you know, McGee is not afraid of anyone. He will go against you. He will come at you every single time. And not only is McGee gonna add to the defense when Jokic is on is not on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but also he's going to help with their length. So now we talk about, you got Jokic. I still believe they have uh, Plumlee, if I'm not mistaken. You have... Um, Plumlee's in Detroit. Oh, he is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, still, you get you have a lot of length with uh, uh, Bobol. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he plays, but he's got length. You have JaVale McGee now. I already said Jokic. You still have Millsap, who's a good defender. Um, and honestly, Michael, I would put Michael Porter Jr. in that situation because he's really lengthy. Mm-hmm. Now you add McGee and Aaron Gordon into that. Um, that's a really big team, and that's a team that you can really throw any defender at an Anthony Davis or 
uh, a LeBron James, and now you have length on these guys. Um, you know, you now you're bigger than the Clippers. Now you're, um, now you're bigger than Utah right now. Uh, Phoenix, um, you know, you're bigger than well, Portland, uh, Dallas, San Antonio, Memphis, Golden State. All those teams right now are are in the uh, either playing or or in the playoffs, and so that's scary. I mean, they have a lot of length. That's a team that you could even see if they went into the NBA Finals and had to face a 76ers, a Brooklyn, a Milwaukee, mm-hmm. they could defend those teams and feel good about it. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting. It, it's going to be really interesting. Um, you know, Miami made some really good moves, so mm-hmm. I'll have to keep an eye on that. But uh, just talking about the West, I think the Nuggets did a really good job. They got something that no one thought they either needed or that they wanted to have for their team. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they got length, defense, and then they got some high flyers that, that will benefit from you know their star players and Jamal Murray and, and uh, Nikola Jokovic or Jokic. I would just say, you know, the Doug, the Nuggets could be a dangerous team, but over the last like two seasons, um, well, we'll make this one the start of the third season. They're kind of starting to trail off a little bit. I think one of the things that made them so so dominant was that they had a lot of good outside shooting, and Jamal Murray obviously and Jokic were leading in that. But obviously, those two players haven't moved around, but all the parts around them have, and you know, they lose a player like Jeremy Grant. Uh, in offseason who was a big pivotal part for them uh, in the playoffs last year Uh, you know they let Plumlee go even though he was just kind of like a a role player for a big but also getting rebounds while Jokic was on the floor I would say though that their shooting has is not as good this year as it was last year and I think that's their downfall because you know this time last year they were probably around third or fourth place and now they're kind of like fifth place and I don't see them as consistent as they were last year but I wouldn't be surprised if, let's say, Portland and Dallas start leapfrogging over them just because I feel like those moves that they made fit their roster a little bit better. But I think the Nuggets, though, are a tough enough team to get in. And I do agree with you regarding uh, length. They are a very tall team. So if they run the floor with like Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, uh, Aaron Gordon, Jokic, and you know whoever else you want on the floor – um, they've got a lot of length, but what I would say is if Michael Porter Jr. isn't available for them because he he can be known for being injured, you know, I think that their success is predicated on that because he's their superstar. Outside of Jamal Murray, they really aren't gonna beat any major competition without, you know, their big three essentially being Murray, Jokic, and Porter Jr. If it's if it's only two out of those three, I don't see them being that successful. I think they need all three of them to make some noise in the playoffs when that happens. Yeah. All right, Cody. Well, uh, let's take a break. And when we come back, we get to finally talk about baseball. All right, Cody. Well, we finally get to talk about the San Francisco Gigantes. That's right. The San Francisco Giants. I am so excited for this, Cody. Um, I think you have an idea of how excited I am, but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I don't think we're going to go too long on it. I don't know. I've I've been known to talk, but um, 
my somewhere my wife is laughing um <laughs> but um you know uh there's some uh fairly big news that happened in 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 giants land and that was they named the opening day starter and and i did want to set it up like this first um Johnny Cueto has been our ace for the last couple of years now. Uh, Madison Bumgarner was kind of uh, trailing off or he was hurt. And so Cueto the last couple of years has been the guy. Uh, The issue with Cueto is he's had a lot of injuries himself. He's getting older. He's getting longer in the tooth. Um, You know, he's, he's not in his prime anymore. He does uh, get effective. There are certain, there are a He's he's still good in most games more than he's not good, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. But um, so I think a lot of people anticipated that it was going to be Johnny Cueto. Um, but last year we got Kevin Gosman, who started. He had a really good year with Baltimore, uh, came over to the Giants, had another decent year. I wouldn't say he had a good year, um, but towards the end of the season uh, of the 60 game season, um, he was starting to kind of get into a groove and you could really see it. Um, and then him coming into uh, spring training, he was, he was really doing some good stuff. And uh, the giants, uh, Gabe Kapler, the manager for the giants, he announced that the, uh, that the opening day starter is going to be Kevin Gosman. Um, I didn't find that um, at all surprising. I figured they were going to go there because, you can you can make the case that Kevin Gosman is now in his prime or towards the end of his prime, um, and so his stuff is going to be a little bit better than uh, Johnny Cueto at this moment. Um, so, you know, Cody, what are, what are you what are your thoughts on? Um, you know, I, I know there are some Giants fans who are a little upset about Johnny Cueto not getting it not like upset where like it's like raider twitter where they're like oh my god how can we do you know (laughs) it's not like that but um you know i I have seen some like oh man we should have started johnny cueto he's been you know he's been so solid i mean is this for you in your mind is this the right move for for san francisco or is this a um maybe just a knee-jerk reaction where they're like well kevin gosman right now is fine so we're gonna throw him out there um i think the I think starting Cueto is logical only in the sense of, you know, he's been with San Francisco longer. Um, He's kind of more of a trusted guy. And also too, I don't think that they want to, I don't think they want to throw Kevin out there as like that opening day, opening day guy to like, I don't want to say tip their hand, but I think they want to kind of get him acclimated because he's potentially got to be their number one guy, but that doesn't mean that you need to start your number one guy on opening day. I mean, he's probably going to have, injuries Cueto gets injured quite a bit so you know obviously the schedule's going to fluctuate it's a long season there's no need to get an uproar on game one but I would say the reason why Cueto is getting the start is because obviously this is like what his fifth or sixth season with the Giants you know I think out of those five or six seasons he's started I think four of those I think which um, I think Bumgarner was the other starter in in previous ones so Mm -hmm. you know to me this just says that it's like giants legacy he's just going to continue to be the opening day because he's like the one of the older faces there outside of like brandon belt and uh you know whoever else uh buster posey still being there so i mean i think it's just an overreaction by giants baseball i would say you know if we're getting close to like let's say wild card time and you know uh kevin has obviously been the one 
with the hot hand and thrown really well, but we start Cueto instead, who has been someone that lets games kind of go early in the innings. I would say I would be more concerned with that, but this is just game one of opening day. It's more ceremonious than anything. So I'm not, I wouldn't think anything of this as, you know, to be in an uproar quite yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Kevin Gosman deserves it. He, he deserves to be the starter and, and um, you know, good for him. Um, you know, he went from a Baltimore team that is, how do I put it nicely is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, you know, they're not really a contender right now. And then you kind of look at, um, you know, now he came to San Francisco, obviously not in the greatest situation, but a lot of people were surprised about the giants last year. And, and I think he kind of was, I think he thought it was going to be a bad year and, you could kind of see about his starts how he just really wasn't uh, really wasn't feeling it right away. Um, but um, as the as the season continued, you could kind of see okay his confidence is getting up, and so I believe that Kevin Gosman deserves to be the the opening day starter, and and I think Gabe Kapler sees that Gosman is is throwing well, and and so yeah, he named him the the starter of for opening day. And that's good. You know, Johnny Cueto. Yes. He is a guy who, um, has been here for a few years now and he had been, you know, the, the opening day starter, but I think, I think you bring up a good point. It's, you know, so far they're still playing 162 games. Um, Kevin Gosman, uh, doesn't deal with injuries as much as Cueto has. Um, so, you know, you kind of have to be cautious with Cueto and now we kind of have a seven man rotation. If you really look at a roster, uh, you know, if Cueto needs an extra day, you could throw in an Alex Wood um, if he's not already going to be, um, one of the main rotation guys. Um, you can, you could throw a Logan Webb who I don't think is going to be the main. And then when Tyler Beatty is ready, um, you know, he'll probably be in the rotation as well. So, um, you know, this is actually a perfect time for Cueto to kind of start stepping back. And I think um, the Giants realize that he's he is getting older. Um, he's not what he used to be. He struggles with injuries. And so why make him still the poster boy like you're trying to hang on to something uh, when you have a guy who's perfectly capable of it in the Kevin Gosman and, um, you know, just uh, – just you know, do what's best for the team, and I think they, I think they do that. I think mm-hmm. them naming Kevin Gosman as the starter um, was the right move. Yeah, he he deserves it. Um, he's been playing, I would say, his best baseball um, mm-hmm. as of late, and so um, his pitches are are. He's been very good with his command. He's been very good with his pitches, mixing them up, and then you kind of add Buster Posey, who's back. Um, I, I do want to say this, Cody. I think the Giants are being slept on a little bit uh, going into this year. Um, yes, we're in a division with the Dodgers who are stacked. Yes, we're in a division with the Padres who are also stacked. But let's not forget the playoffs have expanded, and the Giants were a game out of being into those playoffs last year. Yes, it was 60 games, but we actually were playing really good baseball. Now you add Buster Posey back in that. Um, you have Joey Bart, who's going to start in the minors, but he will be called up sometime this year. Um, and he's been looking 
really, really good uh, in spring training. And yes, I know it's spring training. You can't take a lot from it, but some of the hits you can take from. And he had uh, yesterday, he had a, a home run and it was an opposite field home run. And it's very impressive because he looks like he learned from last year, like what to expect. And now he's like hitting the ball really well. So I can't wait till he gets called up. Uh, Brandon Belt is back. Wilmer Flores is back. We we kept Darren Ruff, who was who came out of like nowhere for us. And he has done nothing but um, come up big in pinch hitting situations. So, you know, good for Darren Ruff to, to continue. Donovan Solano was a, a very nice surprise. We just signed Tommy LaStella, who is a complete utility guy. This guy will play anywhere at any time. Evan Longoria, he's looked okay in spring training. I, I'm not ready to say I think he's ready. You know, he's going to be uh, good because his batting average is just so it's been fluctuating up and down, up and down so much. Um, we get Brandon Crawford back, but now it looks like Crawford is going to probably be sharing a little bit of time. Time up now. I, I really do believe that, uh, which is crazy for Giants fans. But um, you know, there are some, uh, you know, especially when we call up um, Elliot Ramos, who is a big power hitter, and they're going to call him up as well. Um, he's going to be playing a lot more outfield, and if he does, they're going to probably want to keep Dubon, Marcio Dubon, um, in. Uh, in the lineup and so they'll probably put him at shortstop and give Crawford a, a break so Giants fans be prepared you're not always going to see Crawford uh, at short all year long and then our outfield is and it's actually it's kind of weird to say but I feel like they're stacked so you know Austin Slater he had a really good year last year I look for him to continue that Yastrzemski has been nothing but consistent um and then you have uh, Alex Dickerson, who he had really good games and had some really bad games. So he's got to kind of shore that up. And and uh, and then obviously Dubon also is going to be playing a, a lot of outfield as well. So we have some guys. We have some guys and, and we have a lot of farm systems. I think we're ranked number two in, in uh, farm as team's best farm systems. So um, this is this is very promising. Um, if we get into the playoffs, I don't think we're going to do much in the postseason. But for the most part, um, this is a really interesting team. And all I'm saying is if you're a Giants fan or you're just a baseball fan, do not sleep on the Giants because this is going to be a team that is going to, even if we have, even if we're like 20 games under 500, this is still going to be one of those teams that, is just going to be so hard to beat game in and game out because these are all grinder guys. These are not guys who are just going to lay down and, and, and not play or give up. These are guys who are very young or very old. So you get these veterans and you get these young guys and the young guys want to learn. They All they want to do is play, play, play. So they're going to do anything and everything to get in that starting lineup. These vet guys want to show, hey, we're not done. We, we, we want to show that we aren't just going to give up. Obviously, Posey is going to have some days off. Belt is going to have some days off. And like I said, Crawford now will. But for the most part, this is an exciting, exciting time uh, to be a Giants fan because we don't know what to expect. And I think that's awesome because now you really get to see 
Um, first, how Gabe Kapler is going to manage. And second, how these young guys are going to look. And third, how these veterans are going to help these young guys. Uh, it's going to be interesting for sure. Very exciting stuff. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Cody. Um, well, I think that's it for today, man. Uh, I think we wrapped it up pretty pretty quickly. Um, not a lot going on. Uh, we could have talked about Raiders stuff, but, um, you know, Yannick Ngakwe is probably the uh, the highlight of that, and which is not a bad highlight. I mean, that's obviously a, a need. But uh, a lot of... Man, I love Raiders Twitter sometimes because it's just so funny. Uh, a lot of Raiders fans, like, every day are tweeting, uh, just waiting for the Raiders to sign a free safety. Just just sitting here and trying to wait for the Raiders to sign a safety. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're not a patient fan base. That's I mean, that is for sure. But uh, I, I, I kind of understand the fact that, like, that that was a big need like going into free agency and we hasn't we haven't even touched on it yet well so, in defense of raider nation as as you and i are loyal fans of it i mean we have been waiting for 20 years to be successful <laughs> again so i think i think we are allowed to be a little impatient considering yeah. you know we had success um before john gruden john gruden gets here he promises success we haven't come close to it and now it feels like we're going back into the dark ages. And so, yeah, I don't want to go back there for another 20 years because it's that's how long it's been since we've even, you know, been relevant to the point of, you know, teams need to pay attention to us. So, yeah, well, um, so there's there's going to be a lot that uh, that goes on. And, you know, hopefully the Raiders will make a move soon and we can kind of talk about it. But as of now, uh, really, there's nothing to report. And, um, you know, it kind of got quiet after uh after the whole offensive line fiasco (laughs) so and we're not going to go into all that but anyway um thank you guys for listening we appreciate it go uh check us out on uh facebook twitter and instagram which is our social medias they are all at drew code sports talk uh also go check out our youtube channel subscribe like and comment on any of our videos we always want to hear from you, so please, 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 please go do that. Um, also, check us out on all the major podcast sites. That is iHeart, uh, Spotify, Google, and uh, Apple. I almost said iHeart again. Um, and um, go check us out. Uh, rate and review. Please, anything and everything does help. Uh, if you're giving us a five-star, please let us know what we're doing uh, that you like. And uh, that way we can continue to do that. If you give us a one star, you are the worst person alive. Uh, no, just kidding. Just give us one star. Let us know what we're doing wrong, so we can so we can fix whatever we want. Because again, this is for this is a, a this is a hobby of ours. We love to do it, um, and so we just want to get better at it. It's we're not getting paid, so it's fun. You know, well, you know, we get what cents. That's how much we get. Paid. Yeah, we get like pennies. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, go. Uh, that's that's our that's our joke. Sorry, that was an inside joke that we that we were talking about. But uh, yeah, go go do all that, please. That anything and everything does help. Um, also, go check out our partners at fnxfitness.com. They got great workout gear, great workout supplements. Um, Cody and I have always said this, you know, Cody is the gear guy. I am the supplement guy. Um, 
I have been doing really well working out at home. Um, and so it's been really nice to uh, use the supplements that I use. And uh, I forgot how much I love it. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's the best tasting protein shake I've ever had. Um, and uh, the creatine uh, that I usually take is is God, it's re- it's really cool. It's like it's like flour consistency, man. It's it's really cool. But anyway, um, so I'm like geeking out over supplements, but I love it. I, I'm just I'm very into that stuff. So anyway, so go check them out, um, and uh, we can actually get you 15% off of your whole purchase. Um, and Cody will actually explain to you how to do that. That's right, you guys. Go to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. We have a partner's link that you click on. And in that partner's link, there is a special link that is made directly for you guys. So once you click on that and you guys begin shopping, um, when you guys are ready to check out, you guys use the promo code DrewCode15 to get 15% off that purchase when you guys are ready to check out. Uh, I just got an email today that they are, um, um, they're going to restock their, I believe it's their refuel, which is their uh, BCA line. Um, it's like really popular and it's always sold out. So be prepared to go swoop up on that. If you guys are the supplement kind, like what Drew mentioned, or if you guys are into the gear stuff, like I am, uh, they are about to launch a new, uh, a new, uh, summer series coming up. And then also they have a lot of discounts on their last season stuff, which I would still go and and get because it is still good, high quality stuff and it is really breathable material to work out with. And they got a lot of great stuff. So But while you guys are actually on the website, you guys can also listen to full episodes of our podcast there. And you guys can also uh, click on any of the social media handles that we have at Drew Code Sports Talk. So that way you guys can subscribe or follow or share or like us on any of those platforms. You guys can also watch videos that we've put on there that are from our YouTube channel. And if you guys want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, you guys can actually do it directly from the website as well. Uh, there's also a lot of cool things on there too. Like if you guys want to leave us a comment or a topic that you guys want us to cover, we'd really love to interact with you guys and love to answer that and love maybe to dedicate an entire show for that. So uh, we'd love to interact with you guys on that part of it. But, you know, if ever you guys are um, looking through the site, you guys can listen to old podcast episodes from Two Bays in a Pod, which is our old show that we did and then also any new episodes that we do and then uh, drew's gonna start up the new uh, giants blog that he'll talk about right now and uh, i think he's got a new one coming down the pipeline if i'm not mistaken yes uh so it's going to be dropping every monday um if it if for some reason it gets delayed i'll i'll uh, tweet it out from our drew code account but um for the most part uh, it'll be every monday it's i usually keep it at uh, three paragraphs and it's just anything everything giants uh stuff that maybe i don't get to say on the podcast uh you know whether it be uh news because of the raiders the lakers um or you know maybe just something random that happens um, you know, uh, or, um, we just don't have enough time stuff that I want to say, or if it's something that I feel very passionate about and I did say on the podcast and I want to go a little more in depth, I put it on there. It's just a really fun blog. It's an easy read. Trust me. Uh, like I said last week, I'm not a guy who likes to read a lot. So, um, when I've actually read this, I was like, Oh shoot, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> that was, that was really quick. Okay. So, um, I'm not a guy who likes to have a, a full like three pages of stuff to read. I want to keep it short, sweet, and simple. Uh, so 
go check it out uh it's it's like i said it honestly is not that hard of a read and if you don't like it you don't have to read it and if you kind of like it just read it because yeah it's it's really easy so it's not going to be difficult so go check it out uh appreciate all the love and support everyone uh so excited that baseball season is back uh we will probably maybe we'll have to cody we'll have to like tweet out uh and instagram and facebook and all that we'll have to uh show how our draft went and uh you know maybe let the people decide who they think is going to win uh it it should be me because uh i am the uh you know reigning champion of fantasy baseball so rotisserie style will add not the standard size not the standard uh standard i also have won two or three times and rotisserie the first year i win it so I don't know. My first Whatever. year you invited me on the standard season, I won. So I'll just remi- remind you of that. It's true. You did. You did win one time, and I think I helped you with that. So we'll, we'll count it as. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But super excited. I think we'll, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to share something on, on uh, social media and kind of let people decide, uh, you know, who who's going to win this year. So uh super excited baseball and uh hey everyone have a great week and uh please please wear a mask uh wash your hands wash your face um you know uh still hand sanitize obviously we're still in the pandemic just because things might be getting lifted please show courtesy to other people uh if you're able to i know here in california 16 uh 16 year olds and over are now eligible to get the vaccine so go get your vaccines people uh that way we can get back to uh where we where we were before and that way cody and i can record in person we can sit at our at this table together man can't wait hopefully yeah all right so have a safe week everyone and uh we'll see you next week